Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. We are back with On Second Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott. Augusta's economy is booming big time. The metro area's GDP has increased more than $1.5 billion since 2015, outpacing national growth and on track to eclipse the state's rate, too. That good news follows decades of struggle. C. Statura has been reporting on the turnaround thanks to the emerging cybersecurity field. Presiding over the Augusta Commons is a statue of James Brown. The Commons is a manicured green space that has hosted everything from food trucks to ice rinks. But to the statue's back is a hulking building with a shattered plate glass window. That's today's Augusta, halfway between thriving and desolate. Up a block is the Soul Bar, where the downtown's revival started. Coco Rubio opened the bar in 1995, the same year the city of Augusta went broke. To me, it was neat to use music to get people to come out because they were always like, well, what, why are people going to go downtown? What are they going to, you know, there's nothing to do down there. Augusta's decline had begun in the 1960s when over 20 percent of the city's white population fled to the suburbs. In 1970, a race riot destroyed the city's black business district and the city's population plummeted. The Soul Bar had opened in a ghost town. And the rent was so cheap, 250 a month with an option to buy the building. Now that would rent you a bathroom in one of the few remaining downtown apartments. Augusta Richmond County Commissioner Sean Frantum says city leadership and private developers are building more housing. Meanwhile, medical students are moving into poor, historically black neighborhoods to be close to their campus. And Fort Gordon soldiers and their families need more housing, too. And nobody wants to hear the word gentrification happen in their neighborhood. Um, but some of these developers are buy- buying up multiple properties, tearing down dilapidated houses and creating kind of an economic boom. And the Georgia Cyber Center is in the thick of it, right downtown. Uh, I just want to point out here, so this is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation Cybercrime Center. And so they take up half of this, this floor. Uh, Eric Toller is the executive director of the center. uh, Toller's other tenants include three higher ed institutions and two international defense contractors. Over the next five years, the U.S. military will invest $1 billion at Fort Gordon. Toller says the greater Augusta area expects to see 10,000 new cyber-related jobs. But more than half of Augusta-Richmond County's adults only hold high school diplomas. You all have very few people that can graduate from a high school program and go to work right away. The norm would be to go into a technical college route. So the Cyber Center is partnering with local school systems and colleges on a cyber curriculum. But for now, the people filling these and other jobs will be transplants, like Sean Edwards. He's the executive director of the Augusta Land Bank Authority, which helps the city revitalize blighted properties. He says one of two groups is going to determine the city's future. It's going to be people like me who moved here intentionally, voluntarily, or it's going to be people who were born here and were raised here and still live here. And the people like me got a head start. Edwards says the city does seem to be listening to all its residents. So there's hope that the Augustans who lived through the hard times will benefit from the cyber boom, too. C. Stachura there reporting for GPB, and she's with us from Augusta to tell us more. Hello, C. Hi. 
So as we heard, Augusta's economy has been struggling since the 70s. Some traction with healthcare and manufacturing. Why was cybersecurity the one that worked for Augusta and for the industry? Well, the the health industry kind of reached a saturation point when the city developed six hospitals. But when when US Army decided when the US Army decided to build to, to move its cyber center down to Augusta, that really created a, a huge push in in from other companies to do the same. For example, Unisys Corporation opened a facility in downtown Augusta that now houses five hundred 500 employees, and that was back in 2016. So prior to the cyber center's opening, you mentioned Unisys had opened, but now Augusta University started a training program in 2015 for people to work in the field, in the cybersecurity field. Fort Gordon, of course, has become a kind of cybersecurity hub. So which drove which, do you think? Really, it was uh, it was Fort Gordon driving the university. Prior to... Uh, uh, Prior to that announcement, the university hadn't had any cyber-specific programs. Uh, so really, we were seeing in in 2010, NSA opened one of its only cryptologic centers in in Georgia. It has only five others in the nation, and then we already had the Signals Center, which trains all of Army cyber uh, professionals. So when you add that third piece of the headquarters of of cyber warfare down to Georgia, that really, you know, the university saw its opportunity to grow. And the state, the Georgia Technology Authority, is, owns the center, but with all of these partners. On a pretty aggressive timeline, uh, just about a year ago, the center was a $100 million state investment hatched during Governor Deal's administration. Were particular companies, local interests, or politicians pushing the government to fund it? I think that there was a a synergy going on. Uh, I can't answer that definitively, but we do know that there were already 12,000 open cyber jobs in Georgia, and most of those were in Atlanta. So Augusta needed a means for a pipeline. We also know that uh, Georgia Power, AT&T, and Coca-Cola had been pushing for more cyber training, and the IT um, authority of the state had also been looking to create more opportunities for partnerships and education. See, we just have a minute. The influx of cyber industry prompts. Some are saying that Augusta could be the new Silicon Valley of the South. Does that have idea have any weight? Yeah, it, it could. Uh, it could become like D.C. and San Antonio. It could also uh, spike in terms of affordability. We're already seeing some downtown rents, commercial and residential, tripling. Uh, so that could be another way that we become like those cities. C. Statura joining us from at, uh, Augusta. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.